The feeling starts on Sunday afternoon. As the evening approaches, the weekend euphoria wanes, and it's replaced with the mild dread of another work week ahead. You wake up on Monday and find yourself pretending you're not up as a way to delay the start of the week. You drag yourself out of bed and into the shower. Opening your laptop seems impossible. You call into the first Zoom, put on a reasonably enthusiastic face because you're supposed to bring energy to the team. But it's not working. Something's got to change. Hi, I'm Samir Lakani, and that was me a few months ago in my last week of work in the corporate world. I couldn't keep up the facade any longer, so I made the decision to quit my comfortable job without a plan for the future. This is Phase 2, a podcast about my experience trying to leave the corporate world halfway through my career to figure out what I'm going to do in my next phase of life. I'm inviting you on my journey to find a fulfilling work life through self-examination, meeting people who have found what they love, and as I try my hand launching a new business. I'm recording it as I go, so this could all crash and burn. First, a little bit about me. I currently live in Seattle, Washington, but grew up in Toronto, Canada. I went to school at the University of Waterloo, and I've been a product manager most of my career at various tech companies for the past 15 years. I started at Microsoft, then worked at Upwork, Amazon, Facebook, and most recently, Convoy, which is a startup in the trucking space. If I died now, my career obituary would probably say, he checked all the boxes. Since my parents are from India and East Africa, I basically had three options to major in university, doctor, doctor, and doctor. Engineer is a reasonable fourth place, and my parents were super excited when I got a job at Microsoft graduating from college. Sometimes it feels like the immigrant mentality is that you're always one step away from living on the streets, which, when you're in India or East Africa in the 70s, is maybe not that far from the truth. I've worked at big companies and mid-sized companies on many types of products, like consumer delivery apps, video engagement, and marketplaces. I'm grateful to have worked with some amazingly talented people, launched some successful products, as well as some flops. I've been an individual contributor and managed teams of product managers and designers. When I was a kid, I distinctly remember knowing that I was going to change the world. The feeling had slowly faded over the years as I became comfortable with the modest income working on products I'm moderately enthusiastic about so I could retire comfortably. I've done okay in my career, but nothing world-changing. What happened to that kid who was so certain about his future impact? That's not to say that I'm totally unhappy. I have a wonderful relationship with my wife and two kids, and I have supportive friends and family. But there is definitely something missing in my work life. Convoy is a fantastic company with incredible people who are passionate about transforming the trucking space. But if I'm honest with myself, I was just not that excited about what I was doing, which hurt the quality of my work and overall happiness. In fact, even if I look farther back to my past employers, it's difficult to find projects that truly felt meaningful to me. So what am I actually passionate about? I'm not sure, so I quit work to try and find that out. Quitting your job in the middle of a global pandemic seems crazy. It also doesn't help that American society seems to be unraveling in the lead up to the national election. Also, my wife stays home with her kids, so we have zero income and a mortgage payments to make. Saying this out loud is giving me heart palpitations. The mental anxiety around not having a job for the first time in 15 years was one of the reasons it took me so long to make this decision. I agonized over all the possible scenarios. What if we're in a deep depression and I'll never get hired again? 
What if we have major health issues and can't afford health insurance? Will my parents and in-laws think I'm a loser? What if our kids don't go back to school in the fall? Having two young kids raises the stakes. To combat my financial anxieties, I created a spreadsheet to figure out exactly how much runway we had financially. How much does health insurance cost? Where could we cut some costs? Thankfully, we have saved some money during the past 15 years of working that have given us a small cushion for some time. I questioned my decision to quit up until the moment of giving notice to my boss. The relief I felt immediately after telling him was all the confirmation I needed that this was the right decision for me. So I needed to figure out what to do next. To help me with my transition, I decided to work with a professional coach. One thing I know about myself is that I make better decisions when I work with people rather than in isolation. I can get trapped in analysis paralysis and sometimes miss the simpler path. I like bouncing ideas off of someone and have them challenge my assumptions. I met Ravi seven years ago through a mutual friend, and we lost touch after that. I happened to be on LinkedIn and saw that he had transitioned from leading teams at Microsoft into coaching full-time. His similar background in tech and our personal connection made him seem like a good fit. I came prepared to our first coaching call with a list of my perceived strengths, weaknesses, types of careers I might find interesting, and a 10-point plan on how to achieve my goal of career fulfillment. I tried to apply my typical approach from work, bring overwhelming data, research, logic, and frameworks to every decision. His first piece of advice to me was to chill the fuck out, put away the bullet point plans, and let my brain settle for a few weeks. He thought I needed to clear my head so I could get into the calm mental space, which would bring insight into the right next step for me. He suggested that we take a trip, spend time with family, be outdoors, and just have fun. I should avoid thinking about what I'm going to do next in my career, planning out activities, and just live. He also suggested that I keep a written journal to regularly record my observations and feelings along the way, particularly moments when I feel alive doing whatever activity I'm doing. It took a lot of effort to actually follow his advice. I felt lost at the start, without a schedule and a list of tasks to accomplish. I had monkey mind and found myself making a daily task list in my head, which I could check off. Wake up, exercise, smoothie, journal, go fishing, read a book, have lunch, research mountain bikes, etc., etc. Over time, I started dropping the agenda and just did what felt right about a particular, without a particular aim. If I felt like going for a walk, I did that. If I felt like reading a book, I did that. I was without an agenda for the first time in my life, and it was pretty freeing. The journal was also pretty helpful. Revy insisted I write it in prose rather than bullet points on my laptop because he believed that the act of physical writing allowed inner thoughts to flow better than typing. I was skeptical of this at first. I found myself repeatedly staring at a blank page with nothing to say, and then after five or ten minutes, suddenly I'd experience an eruption of insights and observations from yesterday. I'd write about how I was feeling, observations about my world, my kids, my wife, and what I found brought me energy or took away energy. At this time, we were in Minnesota visiting my wife's family and decided to road trip back to Seattle. This felt like the perfect trip to help clear my head and just live. So in a few days, we packed up all our stuff and hit the open road with a rough plan to visit national parks and sites across the American West in the middle of a global pandemic with two kids. Tune in next episode to find out how it went. Thank you.